0: In 1831, members of the Church of Christ of the Latter-day Saints, or the LDS, began to gather in Kirtland, Ohio, under the direction of the founder, Joseph Smith. In December 1832, Smith stated he received a revelation that called for the construction of a house of worship, education, and order. On June 1st, 1883, the temple was finished and is considered the first house of worship for the LDS. This day is held by an offshoot of of the LDS called the Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, or the RLDS for short. This church wouldn't be the only thing to bring Kirtland, Ohio, in the news. In January of 1990, Kirtland would be on the news for something far more sinister than an old church. Welcome to the McCobb Family Podcast. everyone. We are trying a new format for the beginning of the show. So what do you think of that?
1: Sounds good. Get right into the story. Right, little
0: introduction into little what I are talking about. A little
1: background. Yeah.
0: So I'm Stephanie as always here today with mom. My mom. Yeah. Today we are going to be talking about the murders of the Avery family in Kirtland, Ohio. Did you look into this at all? Nope. Okay perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if I've ever heard of heard of them but. you might once
0: we get into it you might like recognize stuff yeah right um this is a case of more than just murders this is a case of a cult and their leader jeffrey lundgren before we get into that i'm going to cite my sources newsherald.com text.com only in your state.com and an id show called deadly devotion and i actually listen to a ton of podcasts on the subject as well the main problem I was having with the podcast, though, was the focus was basically on Jeffrey Lundgren, Lundgren who is the cult leader. Yeah. Not so,
1: what was the disciples doing.
0: Or the people that were killed. People that were killed. So it's like, disciples, when you do research yeah. and stuff, you most of it is about him. Yeah. The disciple. There we go. <laughs> right? <laughs> he is like an interesting part of the story, but I don't think the family, like, would... People focus on the the murderer more than mm-hmm. the murdered. That's what kind of bothers me.
1: Um, yeah, because now the victims aren't even being
0: recognized. Exactly, finding just, information on them period yeah, is was nothing, tough.
1: which is sad because we shouldn't even be hearing his name other than he killed them. Yes, exactly.
0: Uh, I know you had a long, tough week, so thank you for being uh, here. With me. It's been a, it has been a long week. It's been it's been a it's been a day.
1: Yes, a day and a half.
0: Yes, but
1: it was like I just want to come home and curl into
0: bed. Well, now your eldest daughter. <laughs> says, Let's talk about mother. After you just had to go put
1: uh, one of my babies down. One yes. of my horses.
0: As I don't know if anybody knows this, listening. Well, if you know us, you know. But my mom has quite the farm, and one of her horses uh, came out with lymph lymphoma. Lymph- there we go.
1: Cancer people, yes. Funny story is, do you remember when I found St. um Charm? Yes. Okay, when
0: was that? Right before you got cancer. Okay.
1: So the car, then I ended up buying the truck. So I have the truck, and Stephanie Marie used the car for a few years, and then It went to Hunter. Hunter used the car for a few more years. People, this car is like close to 330,000 miles on it. (laughs) Ha ha. Bring it over to me and I'll put it in the ground. (laughs) But Ford Escape, great car. Front wheel drive. Six, six cylinder. But anywho, so Hunter ends up with the car. Now Hunter gets a brand new car. The car's got to go where it's needed. So it goes to another daughter. In the meantime, Hunter brings this same pedigree back around into the world, you know, granted it was sitting in my car, which I hadn't had and since I pretty much... Ten years. I hadn't had my car five years.
0: Yeah. Because it's a 2011, I had the tra- right?
1: 2011, yeah. yeah. All the girls have been driving it. So when Denali was getting sick and, you know, not knowing it, something's going on, just not quite sure... This stupid Saint pedigree came back around because Hunter brought it in and said, "Mum, here, I want you to have this." She goes, "You, I know it's been in the car, but I figured we clean it out." And I looked at it and I went, oh, "Every
0: time somebody forgets, kiss it." Fuck. Every time,
1: right? Yeah. But- well, that's it. So I'm gonna bring the crucifix to the priest and ask him to bless it. Do something. I don't, I don't know. It. Ask me. Maybe there is a meaning to it. Maybe it is being showing me that it, that's why it's there is to so, l- show me in a direction yeah. of something that's sick.
0: Well, like with you, though, you survived. Right. Yeah. Right. But and then like, again, yeah. you know,
1: it's like if he didn't show up and if my doctor wasn't so pushy yeah. all at once, when it never happened. Yeah. So, but anywho, that's our story. And long story
0: short, too late.
1: Long story short, exactly. <laughs> Sad things. But anywho, she's in a better place. She's feeling better. She it's is, not a nope, she's with Grandpa, Jackie. Yeah. She's with, she's with Dunny. Yep. So, it's been a, happy thoughts, people. Happy yeah. thoughts. Celebration of life. been a long
0: life. fucking year already.
1: Oh, yeah. Celebration of life.
0: So, anyways.
1: Anywho, sorry. Let's, to be let's, j- let's talk about
0: more depressing t- <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's not ours. I think this is why we yeah. thrive on it. This is not a depressing
0: crap. It, ta- it does. It takes us out of it. Yeah. It takes up a- takes out anything.
1: It, you know, you turn around and you look and it says somebody else's life is worse.
0: And oh. always,
1: yeah, you know, or you know, yeah. and feel bad, not feel bad for that person, but empathize with them. Exactly. And exactly. strive for more.
0: Exactly.
1: So. That make any sense at all? I don't know anymore. she's tired folks
0: (laughs) so let's get right into it okay Uh, in the 1980s in independence missouri lived a family of five they were the avery family cheryl and dennis had three daughters trina the oldest rebecca and then karen the youngest cheryl was a dedicated mom homemaker and the leader of the family dennis was the breadwinner and worked at a local bank they were all members of the rlds which is the Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You know, Mor- not- Mormons? Yes. Okay. But they're off, so yeah, so basically they're an offshoot. Yep.
1: RLDS is like a smaller like part. Ortho- Orthodox and
0: Catholic. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they're smaller and they believe they are the true followers of Joseph Smith. So okay. Do you know anything about the Mormons or their beliefs or anything?
1: No. Joseph Smith, though, he, I was thinking of John Smith, but uh, Joseph Smith must have been the leader of the Mormons, of the Mormons yes. or the starter of the
0: Mormons. he know, he founded Mormonism. That's what I mean. He found gold plates. So how can that plates. be a
1: religion? I'm just not, sometimes I just don't get it.
0: But. I could get into it, but it's that he found gold plates mm-hmm. and only he could oh, read up. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's a whole thing, which is red handed filled me. In yeah. A lot. See, I wasn't going to get into it because it's just no. a whole,
1: that's a whole, whole different thing. mass.
0: It's a whole... That's a
1: whole other piece. It is.
0: It's a whole other...
1: Entity. It,
0: it's great. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people that probably think Christianity is wild, you know, stuff the same.
1: But there's so many branches of Christianity.
0: Yeah. Cheryl and Dennis, they were very religious. They were fundamentalist. And being that is what defined, like, being the family. Mm-hmm. In the fundamentalist part of the RLDS, they believe that women are subservient. The bed in the bedroom of the household. Yep. So kind of like the 1950s life. Yep. Where the Warm men were, st- yeah. stay
1: home, but then then you'll find that some of them don't go to church. The men.
0: My and... mom just listened to the Susan Shaw podcast. <laughs> 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 Everyone.
1: <laughs> so the, they become the breadwinner as well, and yeah. their bread maker.
0: So but yeah, the men were make all the rules. Women are supposed to make dinner and shut up, basically.
1: Hmm. Be seen and not heard, just was, like every good child.
0: It, pretty much, yeah. Although this is what they were known to believe, in the household, Cheryl was the boss. So although they were a fundamentalist, the wife was the head of the house.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. In the Mormonship?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That will be the downfall.
1: She's the control.
0: She was the one to make all the decisions.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: In 1984, the RLDS started to modernize with the times and began to allow women into the priesthood. Which is not something that fundamentalists would be okay with.
1: Uh, no, because they're supposed to be seen and not heard, but control everything. S- he's just s- drinking sniff my water. butt. He's just drinking or, water. his oh, tail. Yeah, the he's like, what the what the frick, man? <laughs> just having a little sippy sip.
0: Uh, this rubbed Cheryl the dentist the wrong way. Like they were fundamentalists, and they didn't think that was okay. The church was supposed to be the way it was when mm-hmm. jo- Joseph Smith founded it.
1: I cannot see. I don't think I've ever seen an Orthodox priest, Greek Orthodox priest. Yeah, there was a lady. a woman.
0: Yeah. It was? Yeah, in our church. I think she had short white hair.
1: You sure?
0: No. <laughs>
1: don't do that to me. My
0: dad's church. The Protestants had a lady.
1: Yeah, I know. The Greek Orthodox, I don't think so. I'll have to look it up. But good.
0: Yeah. No offense to Greek men, but they are a lot like this. Where I, yep.
1: I will not yep. uh, disagree, but... Yep. The women have no control.
0: But as uh, the uh my big fat Greek wedding says, the man may be the head, but the woman is the neck. It could turn the head in. I she know. Wants.
1: <laughs> so, I love that
0: saying. Uh, another person unhappy with this was Jeffrey Lundgren, who we talked about in the beginning. Yep, yep. Jeffrey is an overweight, not good looking guy. You should look up what he looks like. What's his name? Jeffrey Lundgren. <laughs> um, I know that's mean to say, but you'll understand that I don't need to say anything nice about this man. What he didn't have in the looks department, he did have in religious knowledge. He was very well-versed with the Bible or the Book of Mormon, and he could recite shit. Yeah. yeah. She just looked at a picture of him. He's so handsome. Oh,
1: my God, buddy. He looks like a despicable bee.
0: Like a groom groom from Despicable Bee with hair, with a bullet. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, people, you've got to
0: Google him. (laughs) So Lose he,
1: the hair. It's like middle-aged, and you're losing the, your hair on top you. This is but,
0: the 90s, like early 90s. Oh, here he is now. Oh, no, it's not no. him anymore. Not, oh, he's dead. Yes, he's a skeleton now. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, so he was really, like, he could.
1: That's what he looked like when he got executed. Gross. Yeah. He looks,
0: he, he looks better there than he did. Uh, he looks human. He was super fat. Bad, I guess
1: yeah yeah that's him honey
0: so <laughs> okay anyways um he could spell religious knowledge at any time and he would use it to get like to get his way uh uh-huh. he was charismatic but usually that's he was a salesman basically yeah uh jeffrey started to teach a sunday bible class and it wasn't to help young people learn the bible it was where disgruntled fundamentalists could go and congregate sorry but it was just so stuffy <laughs> I don't think this is smart for the church to allow a bunch of people that are pissed off at the church to be hanging out talking about it.
1: Uh, no, but he looks like he's putting a bomb in the middle of it.
0: Well, he he's just giving them a place to be he's Bent. Yeah, but he seems to be putting gas on it. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think the church knew at first. I think they just thought it was a legit Bible study. Since this aligned with what Cheryl and Dennis Avery were thinking about the church, they started to attend the classes. Oh. Jeffrey was teaching what he believed is the correct way for the RLDS. In this group, they started to become true believers, quote unquote, of Jeffrey's teachings or so cult members. in
1: his cult, basically, no women will be.
0: You must wait. hmm And uh, this is how cults are formed, basically. Somebody inserting himself into the lives of needy people. Right. And making their beliefs, the his beliefs, their beliefs.
1: Well, find the need. Yep. The need is to keep it the way they wanted it. Yeah.
0: In the late 80s, Jeffrey and his wife Alice began to tell the group that they needed to be closer to the Mormon beginnings in Kirtland, Ohio. So Kirtland is sort of like the Mecca right. of Mormons.
1: Right. It's where it all began.
0: Yep. Jeffrey got a job at the Mormon temple as a guide. It didn't pay anything, but it did offer free housing next to the temple. While all the other true believers, quote unquote, moved to Kirtland with the Ludgrids. the Averys stayed behind because Dennis wasn't completely on the Ludgrid background. Right. He halted the move for the Averys, but it wasn't long before Cheryl convinced him. While they were still in Missouri, Cheryl stayed in constant contact with Jeffrey's wife, Alice. Finally, in 1987, uh, Cheryl was able to convince Dennis to go to Kirtland. Dennis quit his job and they sold their house. They made a small profit and moved themselves and their three daughters to Kirtland, Ohio, to be closer to Jeffrey Lundgren and his ever-growing group of followers. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about what happened to the Averys and Jeffrey's followers after they moved to Kirtland. back so what do you think is going to happen
1: i don't know because there's so many cult stories out there right now that so many different things yeah. have had happened you have people that are poisoning themselves
0: oh, like Jonestown. yeah Where, you remember that when it happened
1: i was in junior high were you yeah i think seventh or eighth grade but i i remember learning about it it was devastating and i remember um so what year was that I don't know. I think it was like <sighs> 80s. Early um, 80s, maybe? Waco? No. Do
0: you oh, remember? I, I remember don't know. Waco. No. That's no, like a crazy story, too, because it's that more was, than just the guy being the problem.
1: Yeah. That was, it was half. Everybody,
0: everybody involved, police included.
1: If, um, you'll be surprised. Yeah. You figure there was a lot. The people in that area were LDS.
0: Were so, the, the Waco people? I, thought I think were so. I'm pretty
1: sure, points. but they were, but they weren't. Yeah. Um, what are you looking that at? That was
0: 1993. It was Waco? the Waco.
1: So, I mean, so many, it's so hard to tell. So I was nine. Yeah. I remember when that happened too, but I vaguely remember the helicopter going over, you know. The in, place
0: on fire. Yeah. or oh, oh, the Jonestown people? Jonestown. Where 900 people died. <sighs>
1: Let me see what year it was, and then I'll be able to tell you now. Mike, because you never know, these might be stories that I learned. 70, yeah. It was 78. No, yeah, I do remember that. You're, you're I like was 13, in junior 40, high. Yeah. No, in junior high in 78. And so my memory is not thinking that I was because I was learning it at school, but the TV was in a helicopter and it was panning over yeah, all the bodies. All the bodies. Yeah. And there was people that escaped. Yes. And I remember them interviewing. They were pulling a couple of people off of a helicopter and interviewing them. So get back to your original question. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen?
0: Right. You
1: never know. He could be having a hole in the ground and just shooting everybody. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So right
0: around the same time that Jeffrey and the Reverend, uh, right around the same time that the Averys are moving to Kirtland. Jeffrey and Reverend Dr. Dale Luffman from the Kirtland Church were not seeing eye to eye. This was due to the fact that the Reverend went to a meeting of Jeffrey's in the church and witnessed for himself the nonsense that Jeffrey Mm -hmm. was spouting. Also, the fact that he was trying to recruit visitors to the temple.
1: His own temple, not to... Recruit,
0: yes, he was trying to recruit the visitors to the temple to To be part of his group. Yes, I gotcha. Okay, I don't know why I typed that weird. (laughs) In the reverend's own words, quote, I think I saw through the veneer others did not see, unquote. So basically, the reverend saw through Jeffrey's bullshit.
1: Yeah, Yeah. saw through the controlling.
0: He said that he saw that Jeffrey was a predator and went after the spiritually needy. Yep. So people looking for... He
1: was looking at everybody, and I bet you he knew everybody in that room.
0: Yeah. Finally, (laughs) though, Jeff was caught stealing from the temple bookstore, and that was the end of Jeffrey working for the church.
1: Boop, boop out
0: Right. This didn't seem to bother uh, Jeffrey, though. Now he's
1: got all the followers. Come over to my house. Yeah.
0: Jeffrey and his followers rented a farm on Route 6 in Kirtland and all moved in together. Well, except for the Averys. They weren't allowed to.
1: Because they haven't quite converted yet.
0: No, I don't know. To be honest, I forget why. He um,
1: hadn't, I mean, I don't think Mr. had uh, Dennis. been, yeah, been yeah. quite for on
0: board yet. Yep. Um, they... The place they moved in was a white farmhouse with a big red barn. Since they were all living communally together now.
1: Wonderful. They were
0: becoming a real cult. And the leader was Jeffrey. Jeffrey insisted that everyone call him dad and Alice mom.
1: And who? His wife? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, although the Avery family wasn't living communally with everyone else, they did go there every day to listen to Jeffrey's sermons.
1: Huh. So they, they they would listen to him.
0: Yeah. They're they, letting well, him because but they... Jeffrey would let them move in. Like, they would have moved in if they could have, but he but didn't, want, he them didn't want them there. But you he didn't want them there? Nope. Know, he, I don't know if he did consider them true believers or what, but he had he a problem. He was probably just
1: jealous of Mr. Avery.
0: Maybe. Uh, it wasn't long before Jeffrey was claiming to be getting revelations from God. So this meant he was no longer a preacher, but prophet. Okay. This is a natural progression when it comes to disgusting cult leaders like Jeffrey. It reminds me a lot of Warren Jeffs in the FLDS. Do you remember? Have you heard of him? Warren Jeff? Yes. Yes. Warren Jeffs. From Jeffs. The-
1: Wasn't he the 90-year-old guy that
0: no. was still... No. He um, is it FLDS in Cre- Colorado City, Arizona. Tall, skinny yeah. guy yeah, with yeah, yeah. glasses yes, and yes, married yes, yes. like a two-year-old.
1: Well, 12-year-old. 12, 12-year-old. Yeah. Though.
0: So younger than my child. Right. Yeah. 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 He's in jail forever, and there's still Thank people God. that believe it because people this- think he's still preaching from the jail, claiming mm-hmm. to be a prophet.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think he should be allowed.
0: I don't either. But he, because yeah, it's cruel and unusual punishment if you don't let you know communication. He has to be-
1: what did they do to Manson? They shut know. him up. Did they though? I I don't know. Maybe not. I don't.
0: So it wasn't long before Jeffrey was claiming that the group needed to be rid of the wicked and the sinners from the group, or they would never make it to the promised land. I don't. I mean, or, okay. Or whatever they call it, I don't know. Basically, the wicked would stop everyone else from the promised land. While they were still where they're all living together, Jeffrey forced them to share everything. Money, wives, not yet. Okay. <laughs> any and all money was to be given to Jeffrey. Any possessions and so on. Did you know that? Mi- I think I said Mitt Romney's Mormon.
1: There's a lot of Mormons you wouldn't yeah. wouldn't know. So but. polygamy
0: was was cut out of the church a long time ago, right? But the FLDS, which is still recognizes gorgeous, it, yep, yep.
1: They, that's it. where they had the sister wives. Yeah,
0: that, that's a whole fucking TV show. <laughs> I don't think any of that's true. No, I
1: meant in I'm I meant in general.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got kicked out of Utah.
1: I think they did, yeah. but there was a show on Escaping the FDLS. It's
0: Escaping Polygamy. Yeah. That was a different version. It's not Warren Jeffs. There were no. different. That uh, Shoot. I watched that show. I forget. Kingston clan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like one of their dad, they share a dad, uh-huh. uh, had like 70 wives or and some 70, 50, I don't remember 50 what it million
1: kids. Yeah. They live all in apartment buildings,
0: but basically. They leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they so, uh, any and all money was to be given to Jeffrey, any possessions, and so on. Jeffrey considered what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Jeffrey believed he was the Messiah and wanted to be treated so- as such, so his wife Alice was made to bathe and brush his hair every night. Aww, she bathed my him, nails. Right? While everyone else lived all together with Jeffrey, the Averys were living in another house they rented. They believed, like everyone else, that Jeffrey was the prophet. The problem was that Jeffrey wasn't fond of the Averys at all. This was based on the fact that Jeffrey considered Dennis weak and Cheryl was to be dominant, and Cheryl was too dominant and strong. So, he hated them. (laughs) Basically, this was not how women in Jeffrey's cult should be like. In the RLDS, yeah, women were submissive and did what the man said. Yes, Cheryl was her own woman and blame. And Jeffrey blamed Dennis for not being the man. I just don't understand why she
1: would want to go in there.
0: Because she was super religious.
1: Yeah, but he, she was going into where she isn't going to be well, even oh. the head of the household. Yeah. You know, that she's going to be so submissive, like a damn bird dog. Pretty,
0: pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started watching Duck Dynasty. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mention this earlier, but Jeffrey was physically abusive to his wife. Of
1: course, it was. Yeah, the had Avery's had something everything.
0: that Jeffrey wanted though, and that was money from the sale of their house. That's why I kept them around. Uh, so, on June 27th, 1987, Dennis handed Jeffrey a $10,000 check from the sale of their house. This was their life savings, and they handed it all to Jeffrey. After that, the Avery's gave Jeffrey all their money. Yeah, well, this is the 80s.
1: Okay, I was just gonna say I forget that's the 80s. So, 10000
0: yeah, in this they, day. Yeah, and they must have. Had to pay off their house. I, yeah, it was fully paid off.
1: What was that? 1990s.
0: Uh, this is eighty. Eighty seven. We'll call eighty six. Um, after they gave, after the Averys were giving Jeffrey all their money, they began to struggle financially. Dennis would take odd jobs here and there. Their neighbors and friends who were not part of the Lundgren cult noticed how they were struggling and all the work Dennis was yeah, doing. It's so horrible, right? Yeah. So they had friends that were outside of it. No matter what came into the house, though, it all went to Jeffrey. With the $10,000 that Jeffrey got from the Avery's, he bought a bunch of guns and bought himself a Colt 45 combat special. What is no.
1: it? It's $26,000 today. So, I mean,
0: if say you have to pay a off a. Plus half, yeah. So. so say you're paying off part of a mortgage, it would make sense, I guess. Yeah, but i, I don't but mean, it's know. Also, I'd want more They lived in than Missouri. That.
1: Yeah. This So probably, uh Low cost, of, cost of living at that time. Well, wasn't too. there like a
0: recession in the eighties and stuff? I don't I'll tell you. There's always a recession. We're just
1: coming out of it, people.
0: We're just up poor. We're going into it. it. We're coming out. We're going in. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all the same to be a poor, no matter what. <laughs> so the Colt forty-five was like his gun, and he carried it around with him everywhere he went,
1: just for stanima?
0: I guess. So he used all the Avery's money to buy guns and bought himself a special gun. Oh. Uh, The members started to trade with the guns. Jeffrey preached of a war that was coming and they needed to be ready to fight. Mm -hmm. This whole thing turned from a money-grabbing controlling cult to a paramilitary cult really quick. He tells the group that God told them that they were meant to wage war on sin.
1: How can people listen to this shit? I don't
0: know. (sighs) I mean, it's not hard for somebody that believes that you know, it's religion. somebody
1: that's just probably at a low point in life and somebody's believing in them. And I still am too selfish to give people that much money. I, I could picture nothing.
0: Nathan be able to start cult. Shh. He could, he sells, you know, he's a good salesman. <laughs> right. head of the cult. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so all he wanted was money. After Jeffrey got his money from the Avery's, he started to distance himself from it. Him uh like i said he went, hey yeah he
1: doesn't yeah. want anything to do with him anymore yeah, they gave him what he wanted yeah but now they're living in his home well they're living no. in the commune right
0: no they this still live in their own house renting yep they've so they rent. can only pay rent basically and get little food and give him the rest of their money
1: oh my word people are so <laughs> ignorant you were, have kids
0: people they were only invited to scripture lessons once a week so they started. They
1: paid $26,000 to maybe go to a scripture class once a week.
0: Well, they can not even go to they the think service. That this guy has the key to have it for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're, they were only invited once a week to the house. So basically, they went, went from going every day to once a week. God holds the key, people. Mm-hmm. I don't. But when people believe so strongly about something, I mean, look at. Popoli. I just
1: can't. I- well, I know, but I just can't believe a physical being could hold somebody else, um, he, hold he, the key yeah. for your your infinite destiny. He, it shouldn't be. He is
0: such a, re, like, he's so aware of the religious text that it's like he is a preacher. Right. So they would follow him like a preacher. Right. You know what I mean? So they were living.
1: I guess I don't know the the sight and all that crap. I I understand what yeah. you're saying, but
0: you have to. We'd have to look back to the, like all these members and what their childhood was like and yep. stuff like that. The to be followers. accepted, yeah.
1: to be yeah. Oh well, I this mean, guy knew how to pray on exactly. You know where to go.
0: So others members would make fun of them. Like this little cult was like a high school or something. So they were like out. The Avery's were kind of outcasts after yep. they would leave for the night. Jeffrey Chat would sit it. with a group and start picking the family apart. He said their children were wicked and the Avery family was the reason why the group would never be able to meet Jesus. Oh, jeez. So he's starting already to put in he's the start, seeds right, that this that family these, is the problem.
1: Oh, no, no, no.
0: I said earlier, yeah, that oh. Jeffrey was abusive to his wife, mm. thi- uh, Alice, physically mm-hmm. as well as mentally. Not only was he like this to I Alice. I already know what happened. Do you? Go ahead. Did I you? can only... Oh, in,
1: yeah? Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Uh, Not only was he like this to Alice, he was like this to his followers. He needed to dominate everyone, but Alice got it the worst. This didn't start here, but way before, Mm -hmm. like when they first got married, he would uh, poop Mm -hmm. on her. (sighs) He would use shit as a way to humiliate. He liked poop play. (gasps) So in a place, I don't have this written down at all, but in a place they lived before. Mm Mm-hmm in independence or wherever they lived in missouri they were renting a house and mm-hmm. when the uh guy came to clean up after they moved out or they were kicked out because they yeah. were not paying rent um he found devices okay with fecal matter on them <sighs> like you know, I'm talking about uh, mikhail's right there so i don't want to say it
1: oh my god he's 13 what is it toys like a dildo
0: yes I don't need him saying that at school. Saying heard it from his
1: grandma. Right. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, they found those with uh, fecal matter all over them. Oh. And they also found that the pipe. So he liked it up the butt. I don't know if what he did. There was never really explained, but he also cut the pipe from one of the toilets mm-hmm. into the basement and there was like a six foot wide pile of shit. And like, why? Because he was an asshole.
1: So, he, what, he made his woman go down there so he can shit all over? I don't know.
0: <laughs> he cut the toilet, like the toilet line, just because it, they weren't paying rent for like a year and they got kicked out. So, I don't know. But that's like, it was six feet wide. It was like pretty high, he said. That is can disgusting. You imagine?
1: I Can you imagine if we went into that to clean it out? Ugh.
0: So, that is gross. Right. Uh, He, where was I? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, he like poop. And he used it as a way to humiliate her. I know it's not really relevant to the story, but I wanted everybody to how that, gross it shows, he was. yeah, that, tr- that brain. Uh, I wanted everybody to see what kind of person he was. Mm-hmm. Even before, not only did he treat his wife like a toilet, it, he decided it was time to get more wives. Well, actually, just one, really. He claimed it was a revelation from God. that He, he needs needed to, to take screw more wives. women. Yeah. The woman he wanted to marry was Tonya Patrick. She was already married to Dennis Patrick. You all right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This wasn't what Tanya or Dennis wanted, revelation or not. So, which? So
1: the other couple doesn't even want it. They're not even happy with it.
0: No. They're They're listening to him, but they they're like weren't expecting that they'd have to, you know. So when Tanya protested, Jeff took out his forty five and said, "Quote: If I shot Dennis in the groin, how long will it take him to bleed out?" End quote. Oh my
1: God! So now he's threatening. But they still don't see it.
0: In Dennis's own words, quote, he turned to me and indicated, Do you have a problem with that? My response was, What am I supposed to say? If I say I have a problem with that, I'm dead. He's gonna and yeah. Quote, this is a different Dennis, Dennis okay. Patrick. Okay. Dennis Avery. Right. Oh.
1: But that's the one the husband of the wife he wants to yep. be married so to. So
0: He got married to her. So well, she was yeah. No, okay. They could they he,
1: consummated or right? whatever. Yeah. That's all he wanted.
0: What do they call spiritual wives? Give me a break.
1: Spiritual wives is when you go in, in by yourself with your right hand. (laughs) (laughs) That is a spiritual wife for you.
0: (laughs) The only person in the room with you is God. (laughs) And
1: if you're not right-handed, use your left. (laughs) Well, that's every time somebody says spiritual wife, that's what I can think of is like, God, if it's spiritual, just use your hand.
0: Jesus, okay. Jeffrey started to form a plan about storming the Kirtland temple. Jeffrey was still sore about being fired for by Dale Luffman, and he had it out for Dale and his family. Sore? Sour, oh my god, sour. Like why would I write sore? I mean it works. He doesn't tell his followers why they were actually going to storm the temple though. He claims that Reverend Luffman was the Antichrist. The temple needed to be cleansed of sinners to make way for Christ. This was clearly about being caught stealing, being fired, but Jeffrey claimed it was a revelation from God. I love it. He could use this. to say, God told me. I this." I had to steal all this stuff. So, God told me to. Um, uh, cleansing meant murder and death. The date of the temple story was going to be May 3rd, 1988. Jeffrey's birthday. So, because everything was about him. If it's a revelation from God, don't you think God would pick a different day? Uh, you would think. Because what is And it? not
1: on your special I
0: don't mean. I don't know if the Mormons think it, but you can't. I just think be... they
1: celebrated birthdays. No, they don't celebrate. Jehovah
0: Witnesses. Oh. Yeah, no. The cult. Yeah. You sure? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mormon Jen, celebrated. Jen Cosmo was a Jehovah Witness. She was? Yeah, she escaped. She, <laughs> is was she Jehovah. still a Joho? She, she, said, I don't
1: want, no. she oh. said, I don't want to do
0: it anymore. Oh. the cult.
1: That's what I say. I went yeah. to school with You have John.
0: yes, you had to wait. We had them with I remember? They lived on the street.
1: Um, yeah. I the had I went cabin. to school
0: who was it? They lived in a lockdown. Oh yeah, London. but they homeschooled. Oh I'm sure. hmm Anyways.
1: <laughs> all right, well start <laughs> Let's see we'll how many religious nagging. groups I know I can. <laughs>
0: slander all in one all in one uh So The right. men are trained for the attack, believing this is their sacred duty and they fear the wrath of God if they don't do well. The plan was to take Reverend Luffman and his family to Jeffrey in the temple, and Jeffrey would cut off their heads. Okay. Like an Go offering. Go ahead, honey. Isn't, like, literally one of the rules is, like, don't murder people?
1: Uh, um, thou shalt not kill. No,
0: but, I mean, I don't know if Mormons have a different...
1: I don't, I don't know, know. We How can't many. read it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <my laughs> it's, head's <all> <laughs> it heads will explode. It wasn't That's in it was. English. <laughs> That's the Scientology guy said that, too. He said one of his transcripts for his book is too intense. That a guy jumped out of the window when he read it. The Scientology, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mick, what's the Scientology guy's name? The older, yeah. The head guy. Shit. I, oh, it's, uh, frick, his real name's Lafayette. L. Ron Hubbard. There we go. Okay. I, you see, I like that I name never... too, Lafayette.
1: Lafayette as a first name?
0: Yeah. Hmm? There's a guy from True Blood called Lafayette.
1: Okay, Fiat. <laughs> right? Okay, Etty.
0: Etty. I like Fid.
1: Finnegan? Finnegan.
0: Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. Anyways, the Averys were not included in the plan of the takeover. Dennis was afraid and uncomfortable with all the violence talk. When Dennis goes over to his neighbors to chat, he the neighbor stays he's visibly shaken and upset, but he never really divulges what's the problem. Uh-oh. Dennis was mild-mannered and honest. He never felt comfortable with the guns and talk of takeovers and cleansing. This didn't help his cause with Jeffrey, though. Dennis was quiet. He was okay with letting his wife be the voice. Right. Because he was a quiet guy. Right. There's nothing he wrong with the that. Change. But Jeffrey. He got his- pushed. He did. Jeffrey and his more hardcore followers, this was a big problem. The local police were alerted by to the cult activity by the neighbors of the farm. And it wasn't long after that, a former member uh, alerted the police about the plot to take over the temple. After they heard. Now, who did? A former member. So somebody that ended up leaving.
1: Yeah. They they actually let him?
0: Yeah. Well, they just... They had to go away, yeah. Yeah. After they heard of the takeover, the local police contacted the FBI, and they all became involved. (laughs) The FBI puts Luffman and his family under protection, and they start surveillance of the property of Jeffrey and his followers.
1: So poor Avery family, though, didn't get it, did they? The protection.
0: No. Because nobody knows about it. Okay. You'll see. All right. May third comes and goes, and nothing happens. Jeffrey gathers the group and blames them for being full of sin, and they are the reason why it didn't happen. I mean, this is not visual, Since, but I just um, made a face like psychopath. He chose not to do it, so why is he? He's a blaming everybody else. has got kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. The group needed to be purged of sin until this happens. God will not come. Jeffrey tells them in order to purge themselves of the sin, they have to go out into the wilderness.
1: Well, and kill people.
0: No, just, just go hang out in the woods, I guess. Okay.
1: Can uh, I bring a tent?
0: They all need to leave the commune and move into the woods in Wyoming. Oh. I'm not even sure where he got the idea, but it sounds like he had a plan already to go. He was going to do the something of in the high. winter.
1: I'm sure it's <laughs> in the middle of the winter. May. Oh, you're right. You said May 3rd. i oh, well, sorry I wasn't paying
0: attention. So everybody agrees that this is a great idea. And Jeffrey has everyone write letters to their family saying, like, I'm leaving.
1: Goodbye.
0: Don't f- look for me. See you later. Cheryl's parents got a letter from her, and I'm going to read it. Oh, Sorry about this. that, folks. Uh, oh, the horses... So
1: so Son of a gun, Mr. M. Stay no. right there. The horses decided oh, to oh, switch... Come on, yeah. come on, come on. Switch come on. fences.
0: Anyways, I'll keep going. All right. <laughs> Hunter and Mikhail got it. Gotcha. So... the. The letter was, quote, dear mom and dad, just a hurried note to let you know that things have happened very fast and Dennis has accepted work in Wyoming and we needed to get here fast. We will let you know address and details when we get settled. Love, Cheryl, end quote. Sounds like Jeffrey's covered his bases having everybody write these letters. Oh,
1: yeah. He, he's basically saying that they're not here right now and everybody's, everybody's friends. Everybody's the...
0: moving to the woods and nobody needs well, to Well, they never
1: said where. Wyoming. Movie. Read she, it again. She
0: said Wyoming.
1: She said they're leaving Wyoming.
0: No, we accepted work in Wyoming. They in Wyoming, in but, Ohio.
1: But it's no, and they're already in Wyoming.
0: No, they're in Ohio. Oh, oh, she don't listen to me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so, a long
1: week. Remember.
0: Um, so, Jeffrey has all his followers write notes to their family saying, like, they're going away, don't look for us. Like, okay. Giving an excuse of for what's happening. For some reason, happening.
1: I don't know why I was thinking they were already in Wyoming. No,
0: Ohio. Kirtland, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Where,
1: did, where were the Averys before they moved to Ohio?
0: Independence, Missouri. Okay.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing Missouri
0: Maybe. with Wyoming. But so, anyway. the Averys, like everyone else, prepared for the trip into the wilderness.
1: Now, did they all say they were going to? Yes. Okay.
0: Everybody was planning on going.
1: And same kind of, same letter that every, everybody Everybody wrote got, like,
0: everybody got wrote letters saying, like, don't look up for us. We're, we'll let you know we're settled. In but
1: Wyoming. But they never
0: say, yeah, they never say they were going to live in the woods. Okay. Gotcha. On April 16th, 1989, the Avery family was invited over for dinner.
1: So now it's just um, him, Alice?
0: No, yeah, everybody's still there. They oh, haven't, okay. they're not leaving yet. They're gotcha. getting ready to leave. Gotcha. So, the Averys put all their belongings that they weren't planning on taking into the wilderness in the big red barn and went to sit down for dinner. Although Jeffrey was the one who invited them, Jeffrey and the men were absent from the dinner table. So, it's the whole Avery family. So, Dennis, Cheryl, Trina, Rebecca, and Karen, and and then all all the women. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, my God. As the Averys and all the women and children were sitting down for dinner, Jeffrey had the men in the barn and he, he was going over the plan. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will get into the plan Jeffrey is making at the end of our story. Oh, my God. And we are back. So, what are you thinking so far? Crazy story, right?
1: Yeah, those. I I already know, kind of know what's gonna happen.
0: Just well, because. Yeah, I'm sticking with talking about one family in general. So I
1: know, but now I'm now my mind has gone crazy, and now I think it all. But. Right. So.
0: As I said before, Jeffrey and the men were in the bar talking about the plan. Jeff Jeffrey had told them they needed to cleanse a group, and it was the Averys who had to go. That's when he brought out his Colt 45. You know, the one he bought with their money? Oh, my God. He's so
1: gross.
0: He pointed it at the men who were standing in the barn around a hole they had dug (sighs) and asked if they were in or out. So remember what you said at the beginning? You're like, who knows? He could be standing by a hole killing everybody. He did. In or out. Out In or out. (sighs) According to member Ron Luff, they all had to tell Jeffrey that they were in or out while he was holding a gun on them.
1: So in...
0: In, I feel, in. Yeah, I feel like in. they didn't have a choice. Once they agreed, they were all. They should all in. tackled them. Right? <sighs> Jeffrey had told them he wanted the Avery's brought to the barn, oldest to youngest. So, trigger warning for those who need it. We will be talking about a pretty horrific scene in the next few minutes. Great, so, if you don't great, feel like comfortable, skip ahead. <laughs> Ron Luff was the one who asked, who it, was tasked with the job of going and getting the Avery's. What? It's not working. What's, oh, you want to skip ahead, Mom?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs>
0: Ron went inside and got Dennis and tells him he needs help with something at the barn. As the women start to clean up after dinner and the kids go off to play video games,
1: they didn't hear the pop.
0: As soon as they get into the barn, Ron uses a stun gun on Dennis, slamming it into his chest. It doesn't work, though. <laughs> Ron recounts what happened next in his interrogation video. Quote, Dennis yells out, what are you doing? This isn't necessary. God damn it. This isn't necessary. End quote. They dragged slash carry Dennis to the left side of the barn to awaiting Jeffrey Lundgren, who is standing next to the big hole. So Jeffrey does nothing but stand there while these other uh, men- killing him. Well, no. The other Not men yet. Grab him. They mm-hmm. tape up Dennis and kneel him in front of Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey told the men, quote, don't cover his eyes. He needs to see who is sending him to judgment. End quote. With the Colt God. 45, Jeffrey bought with the money given to him by the Averys. He looks at Dennis and says, this is what happens to the wicked. Oh, sorry. that Nope. Skip ahead. I skipped ahead. Uh, Jeffrey shoots Dennis twice in the chest. Once Jeffrey is done shooting him and killing him, he gathers the men and look at Dennis in the hole and says, this is what happens to the wicked.
1: That's well, a direct
0: quote. He had no remorse at all. Once Dennis was thrown to the pit, they got to chainsaw, so when Cheryl came out, they could cover the noise. So they didn't think of it the first time, the second time they did. Right, right. Ron heads to the house again after seeing what happened and knowing what was going to happen and still he goes against Cheryl. He used the same excuse. They needed help with the barn. I'm sure Cheryl thought it was something to do with getting ready for the wilderness trip. They decided not to try the stun gun this time and they just all grabbed Cheryl. Ron told her quote, be calm and just give up. End quote. They taped her hands, ankles, and mouth, as with Dennis, she is placed in front of Jeff. She was shot twice, but didn't die right away. The autopsy would later show that she was probably alive for about five minutes while in the pit alongside her husband. Bleeding out. Yep. As so she- they're bringing the kids in next. Yep. As she was shot, they were running the chainsaw so nobody here hear what was going on. When I say no one, though, I mean the neighbors and the children. Because yeah. everybody in the house knew what was, knew happening. It was hap- yeah. happening. And they did nothing to stop it. So, mm-hmm. next, a real trigger warning people Ron went to the house again and got 18 year old Trina from where she was hanging out with the kids. As the women in the house watched her walk away to the mm-hmm. barn, they were fully aware of what was happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When Trina walked into the barn like her mother, she was grabbed by the group of men, taped up, she was shot and put in the pit. <laughs> next, Ron went and got 12 year old Becky. Rebecca, the same uh, thing happened to Becky that happened to her parents and sister. She was and t- the yep. next Ron went and got seven year old Karen. Seven. What the hell is she going
1: to do in a goddamn barn? But give your head
0: on her way to the no, barn, get shot. Ron gave her a piggyback ride. Oh, so, fuck you. Right. When I heard that part of story, I just couldn't believe it. Like, Seriously. Seriously, you
1: know, it would be one thing being under the control of another. That's just. But it's another thing to actually act on, in the control yep. of somebody else.
0: He could have just, just taken understand. her, told her run, like go. It makes me sick. Could have like, said it. They could have said it to the whole damn family. Yep, and uh, like they everybody knew what was happening. The mm-hmm. women in the house, mm-hmm. all these people, everybody knew, but they okay. agree. All so, right, I want to know what happened to him five people were dead and everyone went on like nothing happened. Ooh, like they didn't just participation.
1: May, day party. Right?
0: Annihilation of an entire family. The next day, the mm-hmm. police showed up at the house. The next day, to talk to everyone about the weapons in the temple uh, assault plot. Mm-hmm. Everyone was cool and calm, didn't alert the police to anything what? out of the ordinary. What?
1: what do you mean? What?
0: Jeffrey huh? told the police that they were leaving into yeah. the wilderness and the yeah. police never
1: think to look nice. or
0: speak to the Averys because they didn't live there. Uh-huh. So uh I don't think the police thought they needed to talk to them because they didn't
1: technically there, know them. But yeah. still, so <gasps>
0: you're killing me here. After the police yeah, after the police <laughs> left, Jeffrey gathered everyone in the house to have a meeting. During the meeting he said, Look it, the police came. Nothing happened to us. This is God. This is the Lord saying this we did the right thing. Did. Yep. So do something bad. Have a reason to be like, Well, look it. It worked out. Mm-hmm. A friend and neighbor of the Avery's named Marlene Jennings noticed that the Avery's had been around. She went over to where the Avery's were living and they ran to the landlord and told them they had moved. She thought this was odd. Seeing that they were friends, she figured they would have said goodbye. I know. Yeah. She yep. called the police and they told her that the group had moved and the Avery's probably moved with them. So okay. no one thought anything of it since Jeffrey had the members, including the Avery's, write letters.
1: Yep. Saying that they moved to
0: Explain Wyoming. Their yep. On April 19th, 1989, Jeffrey and his house of followers left the area and headed to the remote woods in Western Virginia. So they weren't even going to Wyoming. No. No.
1: Well, they don't want to be found. No. Questioned.
0: December 31st, 1989. So seven seven months later?
1: Yeah. Or a year, seven months?
0: The police from Kirtland were contacted by the ATF from Kansas City, Missouri. Keith Johnson, a former member of the Jeffrey's group, went to the ATF and told them about Jeffrey and everything that happened in the murders of the Avery family. The reason that Keith came forward was that his wife, Catherine, had left to be with another wife to Jeffrey. So. What
1: are you the, the pony? pony? Uh, she, she's right there. Huh? See it?
0: Okay. okay. Can't we see go. the tiny mini <laughs> behind the big fella. So the reason, like I said, he, hit Catherine, Keith's wife, went to be another wife. So. How mm-hmm. his wife leaving made him say, "This isn't okay. I'm going to go tell." This not, is Dennis. not the murder. No, this is uh, Catherine. Uh, Keith. He he's the one that ratted.
1: But he's the one that sh- he ended up marrying his wife or his uh, yeah.
0: spiritual woman. Yeah, Jeff took another wife, Catherine. Okay, so this is what made him go to the police, not the murder of five people, <sighs> not not three children. Keith provided a hand-drawn map of the barn and where the five bodies were. Three days after the Kirtland police had gotten search warrants for the big red barn. And three days later, sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't dig him up and take the bodies with him.
0: That would have be been gross.
1: Well, it covers your tracks. Right, you're Bury him in someplace else.
0: On January third, nineteen ninety, the Kirtland police, Lake County Crime Lab, and the FBI all were standing in the big red barn. The dirt floor of the barn was covered in trash and debris. As they made their way to the back corner, according to the map, drawn by Keith, they noticed as they moved trash out of the way. They were coming across no. the Avery's personal belongings.
1: Mm, so they put that right on top of them.
0: Uh, yeah, some Pretty of the much. things were notebooks and drawings from the girls, like the kids. As they started to dig, people said that the smell of death, like, kind of hung in the air. Yeah, and that's
1: almost uh, almost a year.
0: Yep, As, since they were gone. Yeah, a little what nine months. Yeah, this January in Ohio. You, right, in, so they had can... to contend with the hard ground and cold. Of yeah. As they were digging, water kept flowing into the hole, mm. and it wasn't long before they came across the first body. Mm. That
1: would be the littlest one.
0: Uh, I think it was Dennis. They said that they found really? first because he it was the first one done. Must have been a done. big, big pit because they must have just like laid him out.
1: Yeah, side by side. Yeah,
0: um, and one by one they pulled the whole Avery family. They could be so they could be laid to uh, rest properly, and the people who did this could be brought to justice. <sighs> January 5th, 1990, the paperwork was filed to charge Jeffrey Lundgren for the aggravated murder of the Avery family. So What five about counts. the rest
1: of the par- uh, parishioner, um,
0: parish? They also filed par- charges against Alice, Lund- uh, Jeffrey's wife, and their okay. son, 19-year-old David.
1: That's so unfair to him, the 19 year I understand, but... No, he didn't.
0: Also, there were cult members, Richard Brand, Sharon Bluntsky, Bludsky Catherine Johnson, Daniel Kraft, Ronald Luff, Susan Luff, Deborah Alvarez, Dennis Patrick, Tonya Patrick, and Gregory Winship. So all these people. That's a lot of people who were aware of what happened and helped orchestrate the mor- murder. And did nothing. For the 12 followers. Except for Jeff. The charges range from kidnapping, conspiracy to commit aggravated murder, and compl- complicity to aggravated murder. <laughs> it took less than a week for everyone to be arrested. Uh, it took a little longer for Jeffrey, though, because um, he was hiding out in California, and he was trying to fight the extradition back to Ohio. Yeah.
1: Too bad. They, w- they want to throw him out of California, I'm sure. When they were
0: arrested, they found a bunch of guns, too, in his hotel room or wherever you say. Bought by Avery's. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. During the interviews with the members, all of them said they believed Jeffrey was a prophet, and they believed they had to murder the Avery family for religious reasons. Hmm. During Jeffrey's trial... I mean, it, you, yeah, you still no. need a
1: certificate, buddy. Yeah.
0: During no. Jeffrey's trial, Robert Brand testified to how the Averys were brought into the barn and got down and buried. Not only did Robert make a plea deal to testify against Jeffrey, so did Sharon, Susan, Deborah, and Gregory. Ever Everyone kept waiting for Jeffrey to say, like, uh, oh, a insanity no. defense. Really yeah, nothing.
1: Oh, he never did. He's too much of a psychopath.
0: Yeah, right? Too During the trial... Uh, the Avery's clothes were brought in as evidence, and it said it took days for the smell to get out of the courtroom. The oh. clothes that they were murdered in. Uh. Jeffrey was found guilty on all charges, as, as was everyone else in the jury trials, because some of them did, did bad trials, which right. is just the judge. Right. So, Jeffrey got the death penalty. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. All of them <sighs> were appealed, but all were denied. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> During his trial, Jeffrey never denied murdering the family. At his sentencing hearing, listen to this, Jeffrey gave the jury in a, uh, Jeffrey gave, like, in front of the jury, mm-hmm. a five-hour statement. He said what? he was the prophet of God. Yeah, he stood there for five hours. Trying to convince them that to, he to did it because he was penalty. God? No, he had already been guilt found guilty, right. but this was a sentencing. So, like, they decide his fate. They're like, yeah, this could, to shut him yeah, up was I think him. sooner. <laughs> yep. He read from prepared notes referred to the Bible and the Book of Mormon as a basis for the shooting of the Averys. Jeffrey said he killed the Averys because Dennis Avery wanted to lead cult members to false gods. Just like he did? Exactly. Uh. Exactly. He got the death penalty as for the other members. Alice Lundgren was convicted convicted of aggravated murder and kidnapping his sentence to one hundred fifty years. Who's that? His wife. His wife, Alice? He's, yeah. Damon Lundgren was convicted of aggravated murder, four counts of kidnapping, four counts, It's sentenced wow. to 120 years. So, so was, why only four counts? It was five of them. I'm not sure. Hmm. Ronald Luff was convicted of aggravated murder and kidnapping, it was sentenced to 170 years because he brought them. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kraft was convicted of aggravated murder and kidnapping, it sentenced to 50 years. Gregory Winship was convicted of murder, it sentenced to 15. Richard Brand. Murder is sentenced to 15 and Sharon was convicted of conspiracy to aggravate murder. and was sentenced to seven to 25 years.
1: That's the wife that jumps around. No,
0: this is a different lady. Okay. Deborah Alvarez was convicted of conspiracy and sentenced to seven to 25. And Susan Luff was convicted. The same thing. Seven to 25. And, um, Catherine Johnson, who the lady, the mm-hmm. reason why he, they got caught was convicted of obstructing justice. It's sentenced to one year. <laughs> I wonder how many accumulated years that is. Dennis Patrick was convicted of obstructing and sentenced to 18 months. So some of these people were kind
1: of just like... Obstruction yeah. or not saying anything. But you cannot be charged for not saying anything. Did you know that?
0: Really? So you well, could know if somebody's going to gonna murder somebody and don't say anything and you're not in trouble for that? Correct. That's fucked
1: up. Because... Ugh. Just because... Just because you may think it, yeah. doesn't mean it's going to happen.
0: So, That's just like
1: hearsay. You know uh, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, good
0: point, good point. Actually, that makes sense. Claudia mm-hmm. Patrick was the same with obstructing a sentence day 18. Sentence suspended in place to on one-year probation. So some of these people testified against Jeffrey, mm-hmm. so they probably got... They less. got deals. Yeah. They always say the first two To come out and tell them. To plea gets the better deal, the mm-hmm. first person to talk. Mm-hmm. Before he was supposed to be executed, he tried to say it was cruel and unusual punishment because he was too fat to be oh. executed safe and painlessly.
1: Oh, I think you know what I think they ought to do. They should. Should've well, shot they should have.
0: No, what? they
1: put up with the electrical hat on and yeah. put a sponge underneath it.
0: So they're not allowed to do that. It's cruel and unusual punishment, Bob. Keep it dry. Isn't that through the Green Mile? <laughs> you jerk. Huh? It was proven that uh, this would not be the case. And on October 24th, 2006, Jeffrey was executed. Boop, boop. His final, meal, his final meal was turkey, potatoes, a gravy, a salad, and pumpkin pie. Uh. His final words were, for my last, quote, sorry, quote, for yep. my last words, I'd like to profess my love for God, my family, my children, my beloved wife, Catherine. So
1: not even Alice.
0: I am because who you are. Is de- and, quote, who is
1: doing the time with him. You know,
0: and with that, he was executed by a lethal injection. Then oh, nobody oh, yeah, ever yeah. came to claim his body. So he was uh, buried in a pauper grave.
1: Oh, his wives didn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> oh, one's in prison. Well, well, Both yeah. of them are. Well, they're probably don't I know. think she, yeah. Well, I should have looked into what years. happened to
0: these people, but I don't care because they're pieces of crap.
1: I know. I know, but you got to feel. I don't feel... The mentality <laughs> yeah. of people, though, we're not all on yeah. our level. Yeah. So, you know, unless you look at each individual case and yeah. figure out why...
0: Like Ronald Luff, I'm glad he got this as long. As he fucking walked them to their doom. He could have told know. them all to
1: leave. That's like, the, that's like the hedgeman. Is it the hedgeman? That... Hedgeman? puts hood Henchman. Puts a hood over his head and brings oh, him to the gallows. the executor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no.
0: Mm-hmm. Henchman. I guess. So, I guess there's like a... Back in the day, there was a specific way to hang people. and If you did it wrong, like it,
1: they could suffer. Yeah. That's what happened in the Salem Trials. Quick. Like yes. a lot of them got hung wrong. Yep. Yep. We're and good. they'd float around in air
0: and, oh, and flop around. Yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. So the place where the Avery family was murdered has been demolished and turned into coincidentally a church. Let's hope so. A church in Missouri started a children's charity in the name of Trina, Rebecca and Karen, and the whole family was buried in the rolling hills of Missouri. In the end, they lost their lives because a man who pretended to be a prophet, but hated the family, so he did what he could to make sure they died. Wild, right? It's sick. So I was actually going to do a whole different case. And I think I told told you this. Yeah. Yeah. But the woman's daughter is having a hard time dealing with the trauma, and she was- Her, she doesn't
1: want it to be told. Yeah. She did. She's she tired want. of listening to podcasts yeah. about her
0: it. mother was murdered by her father. And so she's that's so tough. Yeah. So I decided I didn't want to add to that. So I decided to do a different case. I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials TikTok and Facebook are at the Macabre Family Podcast. Instagram is Macabre Family. You can email us at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on all listening platforms. Give us a five-star review. It helps out so much. Thank you all again. Thank you, mommy. You're welcome. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.